0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the Find Your Calling podcast. I'm Mandy Kay, and I am so happy that you're joining me because today we are deep diving into one of my favorite topics of all time, serendipity. (laughs) Oh my Lord. So this couldn't have been a better time to discuss it because my time here in Bali is quickly coming to a close and it was serendipity that brought me here in the first place. Now, I experience a lot of serendipity in my life and my work and I have shared a lot more about that in episode two. The Power of Surrendering to Soul, and this is not the last time we are going to be deep diving into serendipity, my friend, because there is so much to discuss about it. I, When I was talking to a friend recently and just sharing about how much I love talking about serendipity and how much it's made a difference to my own life, she made a comment, which is a common comment by many people, which is, Well, there's just not that much you can do about it. And having studied serendipity, I can tell you that there is a lot that you can do to trigger it and accelerate it in your own life and work. And I firmly believe that when you start to truly get into the flow of what it is that your soul is calling you to and really trusting that flow of life, that serendipity will continue to light your way forward. Now, my passion for serendipity started when I was working at the university. I I have been a spiritual person for, well, for a long time now, since my dad died when I was a teenager. That's really what started my journey. And so when I started working for the university as a career coach and lecturer, And knowing and understanding from my own career how much the influence of the divine and my soul and following serendipity and the signs has meant to my own career, I really found it quite hard to pretty much have to ignore that when I was coaching at the university because we had to focus on what was evidence-based, what was scientifically proven or theoretically proven as far as career development and education goes, to support people to make career transitions. And then there was the moment where I discovered a career theory called planned happenstance. And I fell in love with it because it was a theory, which meant that I could teach it at the university. (laughs) But it was a theory that acknowledged that chance events and unexpected opportunities and encounters so often shaped our careers and there were certain attitudes that you can have and certain actions you could take in order to notice when those chance events occurred and leverage them and take advantage of them. And I was very fortunate that my manager shared as much passion for it as I did. And it became the central framework that we would teach students at the university about how to navigate their career. And it sent me off for many years studying career luck. So I have a really good understanding of the science of luck and how we create it. And I'm excited to now be able to share what I truly believe behind these chance events and encounters which is that there is a divine intelligence that connects all of us and all things and that it knows how to line things up. And so I've shifted. I'm now not just teaching this career theory, but I am here to share all that I have learned and experienced about serendipity and how you can create it and accelerate it in your own life. It's not something that is out of your control or out of your reach or something that just happens by accident or coincidence. It's really something that you can influence in your life. So the example that I have so many examples that I could share, but what got me here in the first place to Bali that morning, it was the 8-8 Lion Gate portal. So the 8th of August, and I had been journaling that morning about returning to Bali My partner and I have been discussing coming back to Bali for a holiday all year, and we were going to do that after she finished working on the National Circus Festival, which was just held on the weekend. So it was going to be like a later October, November thing that we were going to do. And I was journaling just about how much I was looking forward to it. I find Bali such a special island. I love the people. I love the deep commitment to ritual. I feel that Mama Bali is like a portal for the light workers, which is why I think so many of us are drawn here, where we get to restore and reconnect and replenish our connection to the light and to source and our own inner spirits. And I have been here multiple times and have always experienced transformation on some level. I always leave Bali different than what I walk into it. And I was journaling about that. And then later that day, I was looking at my Reiki Masters Facebook page because I was tuning into a call that she was hosting on that Lions Gate day. And I noticed that she was looking for a cat sitter still. Now I had seen her ask for a cat sitter a while ago, but the dates didn't line up for me. It was before the circus festival and I just dismissed it thinking that doesn't really work for me. I am holding my find your calling program at that time. I, Hannah, wouldn't be able to come with me. Like I was just like, that's just not for me. So I dismissed it. But then when I saw it come up again, the day that I had been journaling about it, It intrigued me enough to actually reach out and just get some more information from Devi Ma, my beautiful Reiki master. And we went backwards and forwards a little bit. And by the end of the day, we both felt like it was a big yes. And I'd booked my flights. (laughs) And I think it was like the next week I flew out. And I've been here now for over five weeks. I'm here for like seven and a half weeks in total. So almost two months. And I can see the perfection in being here while I was anchoring in and delivering Find Your Calling again after a 5-year break and I have experienced many moments of serendipity even while I'm here. There was this beautiful coach that I met here on one of my trips in 2016. We both share the same mission of empowering social change makers and leaders of social impact to live and fulfill their purpose. And she happens to be back here. She left to go back to Canada and now we found ourselves back in Bali within the same week of one another. And we both got back together and we realized, look, this is extraordinary timing when neither of us actually had expected all plan to be here at this time. And we've spent some beautiful time together musing about what possible collaborations we might have together. So I wanted to talk to you about this because I know that there are things that I am doing and that you can do too that will help you experience this kind of magical serendipity in your life. So after all of those years of studying the science of luck, aka serendipity, and reading a lot of the research and looking and applying it in my own life and watching what worked for clients, I have deduced that there are two key types of actions that you can take. The acronym for them is ACE. They are actions that involve connection and or engagement. And when you reflect on your own experiences of serendipity, consider in what ways were you connecting to another person or engaging in an activity of some sort. The universe and the divine works through other people. And so it doesn't surprise us that often We will experience serendipity when we're talking to other people. We can absolutely experience signs and synchronicities and serendipity that helps us on our path. But actually, it's when we take the action that involves connection and or engagement where we really experience the full benefit of that serendipity and actually harness and leverage it to help us on our path. So, for example, it was a serendipitous moment that I saw that post on Debbie's Facebook page. But it was my action of reaching out and connecting with her that allowed it to start to flow towards an outcome that was going to help me. So consider the ways in which you can actually connect to people I often encourage clients to speak to strangers, start to be curious and be open to talking to people and understand that there is seeds of potentiality with every person you meet in order to sprout serendipity for you or the other person. It works both ways. I'm mindful that when I'm meeting somebody, I might be the trigger of serendipity in their own life. Like, what do I know? What connections do I have? Where can I point them in order to help them on their path? And I think that idea of reciprocating and being aware and open that we are all here to help one another helps that energy to stay flowing in your life. So it's not just all about what you can get but also what you can give, which if you're listening to this podcast, I imagine you do quite naturally as a person who cares so deeply about others and our future. The other kind of action is that of engagement. So I thought I would share another story of serendipity that I haven't shared on the podcast, which was Travelling back in time when I had finished my coaching qualification I was living in that off the grid forest I'd gone through a big healing journey I had retrained as a coach which I felt so passionate and interested and ignited about and I needed to earn some money and I was very clear on the intentions that I had set for myself that I wanted to find a job that was going to use my new coaching skills it was going to be part time, and it was going to pay enough so that I could live my life comfortably, which at the time was quite a tall order, given that in the Byron Shire, it was known to be hard to get good jobs. So I set about looking for this job. And I found the role at the university. It was a dual role. It was working as a careers and disability advisor at the time. And the night before the interview, I told a woman that was leading the meditation group that I was a part of that I had this interview. And she suggested that we spend some time sending loving kindness to the interviewers, which I wholeheartedly agreed with. And then after that, it prompted one of the women in the meditation group to ask me, Well, what's the job that you're going for, Mandy? And I told her that it was career and disability advisor at the university. To which she replied, Oh, I used to be the disability advisor at the university for many years, which was such a powerful moment of serendipity because I had never done either of those roles in a university setting, and I felt probably more confident on the careers side of the role because of all my experience studying human resource management and recruiting and managing and coaching people in teams that I had managed. But I had never worked as a disability advisor or known anyone who'd done it at a university before. So, despite having some experience in disability, I did feel like that was my weaker point. So, of course, I asked her, Would you be willing to spend just a little bit of time with me now to give me some insights into the role and what it was like and what your challenges were? And she was so generous and she spent 45 minutes telling me all about her experiences there. And I know unequivocally that that conversation made me so much more confident to walk into that interview the next day feeling more prepared and more insightful. I could use the language and I actually understood the jargon and the terminology used by the university. I could speak to some of the challenges uh, that I might be facing in the role and how I might solve those. And yeah, I'm just absolutely (laughs) indebted to this woman for that time that she spent with me, but more than that, indebted to the divine intelligence that set that up. Now, unpacking how engagement worked is that I wasn't just sitting home alone that night. I was engaged in an activity with women who lived on the property with me that we cultivated over... I think we must've gone for well over a year. We had this weekly meditation group and I was engaged. I, I wasn't shying away from once again as well, connecting with people. And the way that I connected there was I was honest. I told people that I was going for an interview. I accepted the help of that woman who was leading the meditation Who said, why don't we give some loving kindness to your interviewers? Now, if I had been more shy or more reserved, I may have deflected her offer and said, no, 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 don't worry about it. Don't bother the group with that. But I was like, hell yeah. Definitely want to leverage this whole big group to pummel my interviewers with loving kindness. (laughs) And so. In the same way in your own life, think about how can you engage, engage in activities, engage by saying yes to invitations, by volunteering, participating in groups, like engaging with life. (laughs) And then when you're there, connect with people, be honest about what you're interested in. Like, where are you at? Like if you are soul searching for what's next in your career, Tell people that, talk to them about what ideas that you're having or what it is that you're hoping to get off the ground because you just never know what seed you are planting. I often talk about it as serendipity seeds and we don't know when we plant those seeds, when or if and how they will sprout. But if we keep being open, being detached and being curious about how is this all working like how is the divine molding these connections and these experiences in my life and the others that I come into contact with and how are they going to sprout and birth new things and new opportunities for me and the other and just trusting That. Another key part of serendipity is that open mindedness when something comes into your experience in your day that could be a potential serendipity seed to actually take notice. Just like when I saw that Debbie was looking for a cat sitter a second time the same day that I had been journaling about being back in Bali, I took notice of that and I didn't dismiss it as mere coincidence. I didn't revert back to the original reason why I had dismissed it as not the right time, not what I wanted. I paused and went, hang on a minute, this is too uncanny of a timing to dismiss it. So what's here for me? And I was Just being open when I messaged Devi to inquire about it, when I connected with her, I was just curious, like, "Hmm." and I know that my intuition would tell me whether or not it was right or wrong for me. And we talk a lot about how to leverage intuition in the last episode, intuition is your superpower. And I could trust that my intuition would reveal whether or not it was going to be right for me or not. And it was right for me. And I can say it was the best decision and worked out on so many levels. Really want each and every one of you listening to really understand that you have access to this divine intelligence that is supporting you, that wants you to succeed, that wants to and knows how to line everything up in such a miraculous way so that you actually can move through your career and your life with so much more ease and flow. Albert Einstein said, there are only two ways to live your life. One as though nothing is a miracle And the other is though everything is a miracle. So I encourage you to treat each moment of serendipity or what you may consider coincidence as a miracle and watch how your life changes. You will walk in the world differently, feeling a greater sense of connection to everyone and everything around you. And you will find yourself in the right place at the right time, time and time again. So let's recap. Serendipity isn't just blind luck, (laughs) but it's a natural consequence of you living in alignment to your divine nature and also a result of the actions you take. Remember ACE, actions that involve connection and or engagement. So get out there, offer to help, say yes to invites, ask questions, reach out to people, engage with life and the people around you. Opportunity dances with those on the dance floor and ace actions will get you onto the dance floor of life and trust the signs when they turn up even if they contradict what you initially thought you wanted or what you were aiming for. Be open-minded and just curious about what it might mean and then rely on your intuition to tell you if it's right for you or not. Now that There are other important elements that will help you accelerate serendipity in your life, which we will dive into in future episodes, such as your energetic alignment with your soul and the divine, the intentions that you're setting for yourself about what you want and also what you believe is possible for you, your courage to take risks and leaps of faith, And also your trust and surrender, even when things don't make sense. So these are the aspects I cover in my program, Find Your Calling, that helps you discover the work your soul is calling you to do. And right now, the next group program for Find Your Calling will be held in early 2023. But I have a limited number of spots for one-on-one private VIP mentoring that will step you through each of the modules of the Find Your Calling program directly with me. This is a deep dive transformative container where you and I will get to work directly on stepping through each of those things that you need to do that will connect you more deeply to the work that you feel destined to do and that makes you come alive If you're interested in exploring that opportunity, then I'll include a link in the show notes. And I'm very happy to have a chat with you if you've got questions to discover whether that's going to be right for you or not. Okay, beautiful. Until next time, remember you are a powerful co-creator with divine intelligence and experiencing miraculous serendipity is your birthright.